The 55th Super Bowl is this weekend, and a game this big deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. So DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. How's that for big? All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free instant prize up to 25000 bucks. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. Now, for all new customers, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no-brainer of an offer. DraftKings is giving you a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. Yep, you heard that right. All it takes is one touchdown, Brady and Mahomes, and your money is doubled. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BULL, B-U-L-L, to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. Plus, all new customers will have a shot to double their money if a touchdown is scored in the big game. That's code BULL, B-U-L-L, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash predictions dash challenge dash DFS for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Yo, what's up? Welcome inside the SI Gambling Podcast. Brought to you by the good folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Big week coming up at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got the Super Bowl on deck. That means the big game is here, the most bet on event of the year. And then, of course, we got the props that go around it. Of course, joining me as always, my guy, Fantasy Frankie, to go over some of those props. Frankie, what's up with you, my man? Happy Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesday ahead of Super Bowl 55. You can't get any better than this, Corey. And you know what? As the days build up, the anticipation for this game is just building for me. And as we know, I mean, I'm Patrick Mahomes is my boy. I'm very happy for him. I hope he gets back-to-back Super Bowl rings. And my, I don't want to say hatred, but I'll just use the word because I think that's too strong. I'll say my dislike for Tom Brady being a Jets fan all these years. I'm hoping that Tom Brady is denied another yet, what is it, his seventh Super Bowl ring. I'm hoping he stays at six. Mahomes gets his second. And as we both know, Corey, we both love our collectibles. I have several helmets. I have some cards. I know that you do as well. And I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes for those value of those collectibles to keep going up because win, baby, win, baby, because you know what? Patrick is a beast, and he is the best player in the game today against arguably the greatest player that we've ever witnessed at the position. Got a couple Tom Brady prisms in auction right now with about two hours left over on eBay, and they're doing pretty well. So I think both of them bring back something pretty decent, so we'll have that. I tried to get rid of him before the game just in case he loses. And then obviously some other stuff going down this week too. Shaq Barrett will be on the market, and of course Calvin Johnson getting ready to go into the Hall of Fame. Got a rookie card of his in there, Frankie. So go on, try to make a couple dollars to put down before we get to Super Bowl Sunday. All right, so go and talk some props, right? Your article's out right now, SI.com. Some of the line room on the props. Want to get in and break some of these things down. Got a night of NBA and a night of college hoops to get into also. But let's hop right in with the Super Bowl stuff, Frankie. And let's let's start with the MVP market. Obviously, this is a big-time quarterback award. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are the leaders, but there are some other interesting names. Why don't you go ahead and break them down for me? 
Yeah, well, we, we Corey, you and I, we highlighted this with our guy Bill Enright over at Bull Market Fantasy last Wednesday, and we were spot on. Two players that we predicted would probably draw significant attention. Well, guess what? They really have, specifically here in Las Vegas, and that would be star tight end Travis Kelsey as well as speedy wide receiver Tyreek Hill, the dynamic uh, fast Hill and Kelsey. We know that they're both the big-time target of Patrick Mahomes in the passing game. And, Corey, when we – did the podcast last week for Bull Market Fantasy, we actually uh, were able to highlight that out here in Vegas, you could get Travis Kelsey at 16 to 1 and Tyreek Hill at 20 to 1. There are some shops, some respected shops out here in Vegas where Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, they are now both less than nine to one. The one is 875 at some spots, there's some 850s as well. So they are getting strong love and those odds are dropping like a rock. Over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can still get some attractive, affordable betting odds at double digit double digit value on Hill, who's now moved ahead of Kelsey at 12 to 1, and Travis Kelsey at 13 to 1. But as you highlighted, you know that 13 of the last 21 Super Bowls, it's been a quarterback who's won the award. And historically, 30 of the 54 Super Bowls, the MVP award is gone to a signal caller. So it looks like Tom Brady, who's won the award four times, Patrick Mahomes, who won it last year in in the Chiefs victory over San Francisco, they are still the clear betting favorites. But right now, it looks like the, you know, betters in early wagering, they're looking for that long shot. Now, a couple of years ago, Corey, the Vegas Whispers Shops, they were all over Julian Edelman at odds of 45 to 1. We've discussed this here at the SI Gambling Podcast, and that was the favorite target of Tom Brady when they won that Super Bowl. And boy, did that really come to fruition and pay off big time because that was the easily the biggest score I've ever had on any Super Bowl prop wager in my life, obviously at 45 to one. And he came through in a big way. So there is the potential that a wide receiver, if Patrick Mahomes does find Kelsey maybe twice for two touchdowns or Tyreek Hill has a big game and finds him maybe for a couple of scores. And that's the difference in the game. There's a strong possibility that it's not only Patrick Mahomes that gets that look and consideration for the MVP award, but maybe one of those two. So the betters may be on to something, buddy. No doubt about it. It sounds interesting. Also, those odds look pretty good for Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So I like where you're going with that one right there. Let's move down the list and look at some of the rest of these props. And this is an interesting one right here. You text me this one earlier this week. Tom Brady under 0.5 rushing yards. This thing, Frankie, is juiced down to minus 165, but this is a bet that I would never play, what I, I would never thought of making, but this bet also could be correlated into the final score, correct? Yeah, it's definitely a correlation wager, Corey. You're 100% right. It looks like the the some of the sharp action that was out here in Vegas, people that were getting down on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when that line out here in Vegas existed with the hook when they were able to grab plus three and a half on Tampa Bay as we know you know as of this taping and we're talking right now it's straight threes across the board both in Vegas at DraftKings as well as globally so you're not going to find that hook anymore but when you were able to find that hook this was a wager that a lot of the shops were getting down on and it was a correlation wager like you said because they were betting that they're betting already that Tampa Bay is going to be the victorious team and then once again this is the biggest part that goes into it. The victor, the team that usually wins, Corey, goes into a victory formation, as you know, all of us football fans know. And kneel downs, they count as negative yards. So if we look at, you know, do a little bit of research on this, we see that in previous Super Bowls, Tom Brady's rushing output has been 3, 12, negative 1, 0, 0, negative 3, 15, 6, and minus 2. That means that he's gone under 
a half a rushing yard in five of nine of his previous, you know, Super Bowl appearances. And overall this season, Corey, we know he's not getting any younger. You know, no. Although he's found the fountain of youth and he's still able to be prolific with his arm, he's not looking to run too much because he's actually gone under a half a rushing yard in 12 of 16 games. That's a 75% win clip on in terms of this number. So that's why the juice continues to grow. I believe as we get closer to kickoff, this number and the juice on this number is actually going to grow probably way beyond going under $2 and higher. It's a prohibitive favorite right now. And then we all look at another market that DraftKings has up, Corey. And that's that the yes on a kneel down is right now a minus $2 prohibitive favorite to be the final play of the game. So if you're looking for Tom Brady to maybe come out victorious, this bet makes all the sense in the world because it looks like, you know, obviously, even if he gets you one of the two of those patented Brady quick sneaks and gets that one yard, if he kneels down two or three times, even if he gets a yard on one of those fourth down conversion attempts that he loves that quick sneak that we always see from him. If he's even able to do anything like that, if he kneels down two or three times, you're going to get negative yards. He's going to finish overall with negative that we've seen him do in previous Super Bowls where he's had negative one, zero, zero, and his last Super Bowl appearance where he had negative two. Those kneel downs, they hurt you. So this bet looks like a sharp wager as well. No, it does definitely look like a sharp wager right there. Let's keep it rolling right here. Here's an interesting one. First team to record a sack in the contest. Right now, you got the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming in at minus 155. It seems like people think that the Buccaneers are going to be able to get some pressure, and that has to be correlated to the situation with Eric Fisher. Yeah, 100%, Corey, you're spot on because out here in Vegas, this number opened at minus 110 on both sides because usually it's a coin flip trying to figure out which which team is really going to record the first sack. And But right now, you hit it right on the head. It looks like, you know, betters are really paying close attention to the fact that Fisher was lost with the, uh, after tearing his Achilles tendon in the AFC Championship win over Buffalo. And right now, it's correlated to the fact that Tampa Bay has a strong defensive line led by a guy that I know that you don't like too much from your cowboy love and your days as a New York Giant, but Jason Pierre-Paul, JPP, as well as your guy over there that you mentioned earlier, Shaquille Barrett. I mean, he's been, he was an absolute beast in that NFC Championship game. That line harassed, you know, Aaron Rodgers, moving him off the spot. They sacked him five times, led by Barrett, who got the likely league MVP three times himself. So this bet started out at minus $1.10. It's all the way up to now odds of minus $1.55. And I think that this number will only continue to grow because we know that Tampa Bay, they forced seven turnovers, recorded seven sacks in their three playoff wins. And I think right now, betters may be onto something that it might take a little bit of time early on for the Chiefs to maybe pick up those blitz assignment protections without Fisher in there. And maybe, you know, Todd Bowles, you know, he throws the kitchen sink with a few more exotic blitzes. And it looks like there's a strong chance because of that problem and because of that issue and that attacking style and that strong defensive line that we see Patrick Mahomes on the ground before we ever see Tom Brady hit the ground. Total prop bets. I mean, got prop bets going down right now. SI Gambling Podcast, Corey and Frankie, a little bit of NBA hoops and college basketball coming up. Frankie, well, let's keep running through some of these props right here. Total punts in the game. The number is set at six and a half. We're taking the under. The juice is minus 143. Explain this one for me. 
Yeah, this could be another example of where the juice is worth the squeeze, Corey, because this number opened at minus 105 on the under. And we're seeing now that after strong action, both here in Vegas, as well as apparently over at DraftKings Sportsbook, this number now appears at with odds of juice of minus $1.43 to go under. And, you know, listen, right now, Corey, you know, early action from betters, it's focusing on the punting game or lack thereof in for Super Bowl 55 because betters are banking on, a, you know, strong offenses, establishing long efficient drives that take up time by Mahomes and Brady because they're believing that like if we go back and we look at it in the AFC championship game Corey how about this maybe this will grab you the Chiefs never even attempted a punt in their win you know over you know over over the uh in their divisional win excuse me over the Cleveland Browns and then you know you know in the championship game, they didn't even attempt one. So that means in two playoff wins, the Chiefs have punted exactly one time. Then we look on the flip side, Tampa Bay, they only had two punts in the championship game after posting four in the against New Orleans in the divisional round and three against Washington in the wild card round. You know, betters right now, they're banking on two efficient offenses combined. Corey, let's not forget about this. Two aggressive play calling coaches in Andy Reid as well as Bruce Arians to maybe go for it more times than not on those fourth down attempts if it's fourth and one, fourth and two, further limiting the overall punt attempts. So this number, once again, it's not something that would probably stand out to most betters, but it's something that the shops are looking to attack because of the numbers, the trends, and the strong possibility that both these teams, led by strong quarterbacks, who probably won't worry about being in the limelight and you know crumble under the pressure, they've both been there before. They both have gotten Super Bowl MVPs. They know what it takes to win on this big stage. And that there may be more long, efficient drives, because even if those drives end in field goals or a fourth down attempt, where you're not even getting any points out of it, that still takes away from the opportunity for punts. And right now we're seeing that these two teams haven't punted much in the playoffs, and it looks like this is another sharp wager in Super Bowl 55. All right, let's get to the final one, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I said this article will be read right now on SI.com. You can get it in your hand. You can print it. You can take it to the window with you. Player to have the most receiving yards. We got Leonard Fournette coming in at minus 152 versus Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at plus one. 22 all right frankie i'm i you know listen i guess people are going to think i want you well why not edwards Hilaire? he's the receiving back he's at plus money let's go with edwards Hilaire. but listen leonard fournette is juiced to the gods to minus 152 yeah, this number opened at minus $1.14 out in Vegas, and it's just continued to steam. There's some spots where this number is actually above minus $1.60, $1.65 as well uh, as of this morning. But over at DraftKings Sportsbook, you highlighted, you know, Leonard Fournette is a $1.52 favorite, and it's clear to see why. He's emerged as the lead back in the club's ground attack, and we know that from those extra reps due to the injury to, you know, the injuries, we should say, to, you know, uh, obviously our Jones over there in that backfield, those extra extra reps that's led to increased production in the passing game as Fournette has become a solid checkdown option for Brady in the in the postseason you know Corey I was shocked when I did a little bit more research to see that Leonard Fournette a guy that we know from fantasy in all his years he was always a guy that hurt you in PPR uh, formats because he never was really that much involved in the passing game well not so fast here with the Tampa Bay because in this 2020 postseason you know 
the veteran, he's holding 14 of 17 targets for 102 yards and a touchdown in the three playoff wins for Tampa Bay. And betters, they're wagering that Fournette is going to continue to flourish in the passing game, and they're attacking that he's going to outproduce Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, Corey, we know how much all of us loved Clyde Edwards-Hilaire heading into fantasy drafts. He even sneaked into the first round. He was doing really well in the first six weeks, but then injuries, they derailed the production of this LSU star. Because as we know, Corey, he fell off a cliff. And in addition, if we look at it you know, a little bit deeper, we see that over the last five games that he's participated in, including finally making it back from an injury and, and, play, and partaking and being part of the offense in the AFC Championship win over Buffalo, he has less than eight receiving yards in four of those last five games. So it's easy to see why betters are getting behind the trend right now. Maybe Edwards Hilaire is not really the go-to guy. I think maybe Andy Reid has some maybe some more faith in Darrell Williams, who's really emerged. And then if we look overall and take a bigger, wider scope, we see that, you know, Edwards Hilaire and his whole rookie campaign, not just that five games, but he has one or fewer receptions in six of his 13 games he's played in this year. So even when he's been healthy, he hasn't been a big part of the passing game where we're seeing Leonard Fournette is becoming that target as a check down option for Brady. So it's easy to see with no yardage involved, just a straight who's going to finish more in a matchup prop. Leonard Fournette is getting absolutely crushed over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. No doubt about it. So there you go right there. That is a quick look at some of the prop bets that we like some of the ones that have been pretty uh, pretty well juiced up out there in Vegas. Thanks to Frankie for bringing that information to us right now. Like I said, you can read it and check it out over in SI.com. You can print it, take it to the window with you. But then again, you may not be going to the window because it's a pandemic. So it's like I do it on the app, you know what I'm saying? But whatever, however you feel like doing it, just make sure you do it because you win some money and then you can send something to me and Frankie. All right, so <laughs> <ready>. <laughs> a little bit later on this week, we'll come back and try to give you some official picks on the big game sides and totals for that one right there. So make sure you keep it locked right here at SI Gambling Podcast, SI.com. Let's get ready, Frankie, to turn the page and hop into the night in the NBA. And I tell you what, I woke up early this morning, Frankie, I did some really digging and deep dive, and I kind of like this late tonight, and I'm not going to play every game on it, but I do have some takes on it, and I want you to let me know where the numbers lie and get some of your thoughts on these. And let's start with the first contest of the evening at least by starting time, the Toronto Raptors and the Orlando Magic. This game is going to be in Orlando. Toronto is a six-and-a-half-point favorite currently. I believe it opened up as either a four-and-a-half or five-and-a-half-point favorite. That number has ticked up Orlando Magic without Aaron Gordon. Orlando Magic really slumping right now, looking like they could be the worst team in the league. Toronto has played better as of late. I do not feel comfortable laying points with the Raptors, but I will throw that money line in a parlay if I find a nice one. Yeah, they've been really bad against the, uh, you know, obviously, Corey, you're, you're right, uh, Toronto against the number. They're 2-7 uh, and seven on the road. Uh, they're 7-13 and 13 overall ATS. But this number, you're right, it's really high. Uh, I reached out a couple of my sources here and, and you know, at some of these MV games. And obviously, this Toronto game, I know it was one that you were looking at. Nearly 84% of the money right now is coming in on Toronto. So that's what moved this number, which opened in some spots around here in Vegas. You know, as Toronto laying five, it's now up to six and a half in certain spots. But for me, I, I do agree. I think that this may be a difficult spot to trust Toronto, but it looks like betters are, have a lot more trust than you and I have, despite the fact that they're backing a team on the road tonight against Orlando. But that's because Orlando has lost three, their last three games overall, and then nine and 12 ATS. But this is a game that I wouldn't want a touch overall yeah. for myself, but I, I, I do understand your concerns about backing a Toronto team that's seven and thirteen ATS on the road. 
Yeah, no doubt. Toronto hasn't looked great. Uh, they played better as of late, but I'm not ready to start laying points with them uh, just yet. It's going to be wild. Probably won't be all season before we do that. But like I said, that money line right now sitting at minus 250. If you can find something else to put that with and get that at least to plus odds, um, maybe that would be the way to go right there. Here's one, Frankie. Los Angeles Clippers and the Brooklyn Nets tonight's marquee matchup. This game opened up with Brooklyn as a one-point home favorite. If I'm not mistaken, Frankie, mm-hmm. we now see the Clippers as a point-and-a-half home favorite. I am on the Clippers in this game, and that's not just because I hate the Brooklyn Nets. That's because there is some reverse steam in this spot, my man. A hundred percent, Corey. You're spot on with that. And I think that the Clippers are one of the strongest plays on the board tonight. They're 12 and 8 ATS in the overall on the season going against a Brooklyn Net team that, you know, despite having a 13 and 9 winning overall straight up record, they're 9 and 12 and they burn betters at the window. They're killing money in your pocket. So for me, I totally agree. I think the Clippers look like a strong point. And there is even some sharp money in some faraway places where you actually have to lay two and a half now on the Clippers. So Overall, Corey, I agree. I think you're on the right side. I think the Clippers stand out as one of the strongest games on the board because I think that this is another game where the Brooklyn Nets continue to struggle and possibly burn people at the betting window as a home dog because we know that a lot of people are going to be always looking to grab the Nets. They always want to back the Nets, especially as a home dog. But in this particular situation, I don't trust the Brooklyn Nets. I think the Clippers, I am 100% in agreement with you. I think you are on the right side, my friend. And let's tell you something now. People may say, well, the Clippers, I believe, are playing either their fourth or fifth game of a road trip. Remember, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George did not start this road trip with them, so they still have some fresh legs going going that way. Um, The total in this one, Frankie, right now is sitting at 241.5. Here's what I'll say about this big total like this. If the total is this high, it's a reason why, because they can get over it. And most of the times when you see a total this high, it does go over the number. Yeah. I mean, when, when I see a number, I mean, obviously there were some spots out here in Corey. This number was at 246 and a half to 47 and a half at, reach <laughs> at some points. I mean, I'm, I I actually feel that there's a chance. What that maybe kind we'll of see NBA is this, Frankie, where we laying through, where we, where, where, where we taking the over on 250? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it, it, what's happening now with this don't play defense NBA? I mean, this is one of the reasons why I shy away. And most of the shop action does shy away from a lot of these NBA games because of this shenanigans that go on in the National Basketball Association on a nightly basis. I mean, to have a game with this this high a total years ago, Corey, if you would have posted a number when I was working in the book this high, we would have been inundated with millions on the liability on the under. And it, and it would have easily cashed. Now, on games that have 247 and a half points, you're on the wrong side if you're going under most times. I mean, this, this game is telling you there's a potential for 260, maybe 300 points in an NBA game. It's just absolutely crazy. For me, if you're not, it's, it's the over or nothing. But for me, I think that the clearest side is, for, you know, going with the clip joint and backing them. You know, obviously, you know, on the road is a small favorite. But I'll be honest, Corey, this total, it, it's, it, it, looks like, it looks like it could be free money. I mean, but uh, but when something looks too good to be true, but I don't want anything to do with an NBA total, my friend. I'll be staying far, far away from that. Yeah, no, no. These totals will get these totals can get out of hand. I, I think I saw where one of the sports books tweeted the other day they should have set the Nets Wizards uh, total at three hundred because I believe I'm not mistaken. I think that I think it closed at two ninety two. That's like an All Star game, Frankie. 
That's unbelievable. It really is. And that's a game of, obviously, we know that historically the NBA and the All-Star game, they don't play any defense. They just want to highlight their talents. They love watching their their compadres over there and, and their colleagues just continue to pour it in and, you know, and go for showtime dunks or wide open threes. It is never even a hand in the face. Most of the times their hands are around their waist while other guys are just shooting over the top of them. And uh, this crazy thing is we're seeing that now in regular season games. So I don't know what it is. Is it COVID-19? They don't want to get too close to these guys. They want their friends to, they want their buddies to be able to maybe read their escalated clauses. (laughs) You know more about the NBA. Do you get more, do you get more money in escalated clauses? Just like in the NFL, if you reach reach certain, you know, and attain certain numbers. It's not really, but it's interesting. There's, there's, there's a couple, there's three or four teams in the league that can get to this number. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, Indiana Pacers tonight in Indiana. The Pacers are a four-and-a-half-point home favorite. The total sitting at 221. What I'll tell you right now, Frankie, the Memphis Grizzlies are the hottest team in the NBA. They opened up this game as a six-point favorite. This number has tumbled all the way to four-and-a-half. Frankie, my man. We got a live dog in Memphis tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me the Pacers money line all day. This looks like a I mean, the Grizzlies money line. No, I actually want to go Indiana. I want really? I, I like I like I like I like the Grizzlies in this. What what are you seeing? You know, it, it looks like it's too good to be true, right? Because why is a team that is lost their last two games yep. favored by four and a half or opened in the eyes of the odds makers as a six point home favorite over a team that you just highlighted and alluded to in the Memphis Grizzlies that are one of the hottest teams in the NBA, winning seven games in a row? But they're the, team that's, they're the team that's catching the points. Something about this game smells, Corey. And when it smells like this, normally, even despite the line movement, you don't want to follow that line movement. It looks yeah. like the Indiana Pacers are the play in this game because I don't understand how a team that's winning seven games in a row could possibly, in the eyes of the odds makers, originally be a six-point dog. And then consistently, as we're doing even this, uh, as of the taping of this podcast, are still holding on as four-and-a-half-point uh, favorite. So, for me, something about this game absolutely smells. I think there's going to be – everybody's going to be jumping out saying, give me Memphis, give me Memphis on the money line. But something here doesn't smell right to me, Corey. And this looks like this could be a possibility. Once again, I'll be staying away because of that, you know – the, uh, in the you know it's an NBA game, but if I was playing that, besides the Clippers, my second favorite play of the entire night would be Indiana because this line doesn't make sense. And when a line doesn't make sense, You're it right. often it, it, you want to be on the side of the books. That that oh, that 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 makes perfect sense right there. I get what you're saying. I will counter by saying I just found this out this morning through some research I was doing. Road dogs in the NBA this year, fifty five percent against the spread. Yeah, well, you flip a coin virtually a little bit, a little bit better than flipping a coin. But you, you might be right. Like I said, Corey, you're the NBA guy, so I reserve yeah. all, all my, all my critique or, or my like analysis it, is, is, is always, you know, I always take a backseat to what you really love in this because that's your boys, that's your baby, and you're the NBA guy. But for me, I mean, just looking at this as a pure numbers guy and a guy that's no worth on the book, when I see something like this, this is the particular instance when. Indiana is a team that's 11 and 9 overall. They're only 6 and 6 straight up at home, but all of a sudden now in the eyes of the odds makers, they were they 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 were worthy of being a 6-point opening favorite over a team that has won 7 games in a row. Uh-uh-uh. Something here doesn't smell right. Interesting thing could be Jonas Valančiūnas out again for the Memphis Grizzlies. Valanciunas would be somebody that would really help them, especially down low in the paint going up against DeMontis Sabonis. It's going to be int- very interesting, and it'll be a contest that I'll be league passing. I'll be on the sofa for that one right there, Frankie. 
Um, mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies, Indiana Pacers. Here we go. Portland Trailblazers, Washington Wizards. I'm not even going. I'm not even tripping Frankie off the, the off the spread because you can't lay points with any of these teams, right? The no, total, I, yeah, two forty one. I'm taking the over. Here we go again. hundred <laughs> percent. If, if, I, if I see this two forty stuff, man, give me the over all day, every day of the week, and twice on Sunday. If you're sitting there and you're going to be sweating and under, I'll tell you right now, do it for yourself. If you need to lose weight, because you'll definitely drop a couple of pounds on the couch, because you probably won't be able to eat. You probably won't be able to do many things, because you'll just be probably watching your money just burn. And you would be. You know, I just don't understand in any way, shape, or form right now how there is any better out there who can. Get Get in front of and step in front of that train that is known as an NBA total, especially one that is high as 241 and a half and just continues to go up. So for me, Corey, I will be playing the over or nothing here, but this is another stay away from me. But I reserve to you. If you had to say it, my my brother, if you had to say that, where would you be looking at? Would you actually go over this? Would you actually even dare attempt to step in front of the under in no. this game? No. Okay. See, here's the thing. All right. If you if you set a number at 240. That, that to me, that says these are two teams that can get over that number. And the Washington Wizards, they just scored 147 points against the Nets the other day. The Portland Trailblazers give up 120 points on the road games. This, I, this will probably finish around 260. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I, if there's people out there that are looking to maybe play a little people's parlay and you like maybe the Kansas City Chiefs or you like Tampa Bay, why not start to build your – bankroll in terms of your parlay management in terms of maybe going over in these two NBA games and then choosing whatever side you like in the Super Bowl with closing it out and having multiple tickets come Super Bowl Sunday where you have now almost like a craps player created your own odds on the Super Bowl nice. and instead of playing a team I will start doing that myself with some NCAA totals starting maybe tonight or tomorrow obviously I'll have Villanova hooked up when they're playing St. John's tomorrow but there's just several things and that's something that I've always found Corey that I want to make sure I share with everyone is I've always found that there's also great potential in playing games earlier in the week that stand out to you and leaving the Super Bowl your choice in the Super Bowl at, or maybe even the total, whatever side you like, as the end part and then having so much possibility where maybe you only have, let's just say, $185 or depending on your bankroll management, maybe several hundred dollars in risk open to maybe the Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or maybe even the under or over where maybe instead of you have a possibility of now seeing maybe several thousand dollars in parlay money because you created odds by leaving all these parlays open to that last end. And that leaves you the opportunity of either hedging, playing in play, and then maybe even securing some nice bank for yourself or sitting there watching the Super Bowl. You don't have much risk. A lot of the, you know, now that we've got legal sports betting, a lot of the DraftKings and FanDuel, they don't let you leave parlays open. Well, you don't have to leave it open per se. You can okay. close it with the Chiefs now or the total okay. now and get whatever number they have. Yeah, they do, they do take away that ability only in faraway places where they leave you with yeah, that open spot. Places. Right, they in that open spot. Exactly. That. We both know about places that may offer that in the past, in our yeah. previous life. 
um, you know, where, the, 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 where those opportunities <laughs> of having that. <laughs> yeah. I got something for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm just saying right now, let's just say you want the Chiefs. You you fill it in with the Chiefs minus three. If you like Brady, you take the Chiefs plus three. Yeah, excuse me, Tampa Bay plus three. But think about all the potential. Now in small risk, you have the potential for a nice financial windfall payout at solid maybe 20, 30, or 40 to one odds as opposed to having to lay big money on the Super Bowl and saying, well, I don't have that kind of money. Well, now you can create that kind of money by locating, deciphering, and figuring out certain games during the week, parlaying them, and leaving them as the open opportunity to cash come Super Bowl Sunday, where you'll have either the Chiefs or the Tampa Bay, depending on which direction you want to go in, and that will be closed it out. But you could think about it, Corey. You could have 85 to $100 in risk and maybe have several thousand dollars in payout, depending, and you can lock in maybe $1,000 you know, on, you know, fading it or, you know, arbing the number and, and having the opportunity to hedge out of that number and guaranteeing yourself sitting back on Super Bowl Sunday saying, guess what? I win a thousand no matter what. No matter what, I'm pretty good. That's not a bad idea. And I'm going to start to take a trip out to the garage and start to tinker with that later on tonight. All right, let's get back into this NBA slate. Here's an interesting one. Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Marcus Smart is out for the road Celtics. Young rookie, rookie of the year candidate James Wiseman is out for the Golden State Warriors. Boston comes into this game as a road two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the Golden State Warriors are a live dog tonight at home, Frankie. Oof. Uh, yes, I, I tend to agree with that off an initial uh, – what's, uh, what, what, what's the money – what the numbers look like? What are you yeah, seeing? That, that, that's the reason why I, I think that they look live because I want to be on the side of the, the book right now. And this was one of the games, obviously, Boston versus Golden State. It's probably the premier highlighted game besides the Clippers in Brooklyn on the slate tonight. And this is one of the games that I actually reached out to get information on, and they told me that they are nearly 70% high on the Celtics right now. So for me, I want to be on the side of the books. Give me Steph Curry. Give me Steph Curry right now with the Golden State team. Obviously, they're eight and four straight up at home. They're only ten and ten against the numbers, so they they only you know a, a coin flip whether they can find the way of cashing for you. But for me, in this particular spot, I want to be on the side of the books. So for me, I would actually be looking to grab the points with Golden State as the possibility of a live dog, uh, maybe the livest dog on the entire board only because of the fact that you will be on the side that the books will need because right now they are inundated with Boston Celtic love. All right, so, and, 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 and I'm glad you say that, Frankie. I want to ask you a question about as far as, here's the thing. This is what I'm thinking right here. Especially a night like tonight. You don't have, you have no football on. You have two nationally televised basketball games. One of these basketball games features the Boston Celtics. Everybody knows the Boston Celtics are a big, big root. Whenever the Celtics are playing in a nationally televised game in a night where, where they're going to be, this is going to be the heaviest bet game on the slate. It's the latest game on the slate, and it's the NBA. And everyone I will be chasing. To, I have to. Exactly. Everybody's going to be chasing with the Celtics. I think the Warriors are the easy play here. I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, I want to see what the – I would – Further that and, and caution that by saying, I'd like to see what the line movement is 
just about 15, 10 minutes prior to tip-off. Because as we know, there's always players being announced out due to COVID, due to other reasons. Maintenance, we know we love that maintenance word as a, uh, you know, in terms of NBA betters. It's one of the reasons why a lot of the shops in the Vegas Whisper Shops tend to shy away from the NBA because when they make bets and then find out several hours later that certain players are going to be ruled out due to maintenance or COVID or whatever, they've kind of shied away from those NBA games this year. Um, so, and I'll be honest with you, Corey, I would like to see what happens because there is some spots right now in faraway places that I do often respect where this number is up as high as three and a half. So there may be some sharp money, there may be some sharp money believing that Boston might love, but I want to know if that number is artificially inflated, uh, excuse me, inflated, not inflated, inflated. And they have the opportunity to maybe bring this number back down. So I do agree with you. I want to be on the side of the books, but I also want to see what kind of movement do we get, say 10 to 15 minutes prior to tip, because I think that's going to be the strongest indication in this game. Uh, and finally, this game was put on the schedule earlier today. I didn't see this one last night. Detroit Pistons in Utah taking on the Jazz. Nobody really cares. The Pistons are a 12-point favorite. They could backdoor cover the number. Uh, the Jazz obviously was on an 11-game winning streak, had that disgusting loss to the Denver Nuggets on Sunday. Now they come back tonight. I have no play on the side, Frankie, but just like that 241 was set at 241 for a reason, this 217, is set at 217 for a reason. When I see a 217, I'm going under. Yeah, well, you, you look like you'll be on the shop side because there's several respected shops in Vegas that actually opened this total at 221. And this number has seen a three-point drop now down to eight, two set 218. As well as, like you said, there's some 217s out there over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So this number continues to drop like a rock. And I believe that you are definitely on the shop side because that looks like the way that the money is going right now. It looks like as much as we, we alluded to and highlighted those two games that look like they will have the potential for maybe 300 points scored in each one of those contests this looks like a game that you know you may struggle to break 200 so it looks like the the under is probably the side to go where we highlighted two easy overs this looks like the under where people are going to want to want to target on two on wednesday night all right let's get ready to hop night, excuse me tuesday night hopping in some college basketball right quick the georgia bulldogs and the auburn tigers it's basketball not football frankie the total is set at 157 yeah, this, this game is a target, and we're going to give out a free Vegas Whispers uh, shot pick play. Now, this is not a official Vegas Whispers play per se, but this is some of where the respected money that we often look at over in the Discord chat on certain plays. And I'll be honest, Corey, this is a game that the number opened at 157.5 and, and it's rising and continues to rise. When we first started this podcast, this number over at DraftKings was 162. Now, as we're still sitting here and we're talking about it, made our way to this game on the board, this number is all the way as high as 163 over wow. at DraftKings. So this number has moved nearly six points. Now, we off. I've been stressing this over there in the Discord. I'm stressing it for all of our SI Pro community. Wait. Don't chase the tail end of this number. Use in play live wagering because that opportunity, if this game starts off a little bit slow, you will see an adjusted number 
possibly and very likely come back to that 155, 156, 157 range, or maybe even lower than that if they should start off even slower and then obviously maybe take off. So use in-play wagering to try to get to a number that has moved six points that was obviously a number and a target of the Sharps and the respected money and try to get the number that they found as a valuable number and maybe even beat that because we've been doing that as a, on a nightly basis now over in the SI Pro community in the Discord chat, and it's been absolutely money for a lot of our players. So I will tell all the listeners out there, look at this game. Look at a lot of the games that we're going to be looking at and that were shared with the SI Pro community over in the Discord chat, as well as some hockey games that were shared. We've been looking at them on a nightly basis. We're waiting when these games start slow, pound the over and get a number that even most times beats the sharp number. Or if you're looking to play an under, hope that maybe there's a possibility where these games start off really quick. And, you know, in that first whistle, maybe the under, you know, the under 16 timeout or somewhere along those lines, you're, you're, you're finding a number, you know, that really you can beat going over when, uh, excuse me, an inflated number. And you can beat the number that they went under by five, six or seven points. And in NBA total, you're really taking the advantage and getting all the edge now on your side and taking it away from the edge of the books. And you even beat the number that the respected shops were looking at with their models and algorithms. And that's when these numbers really come into play so like you alluded to georgia auburn over 157 and a half that's the target range this number is climbed all the way to 163 but don't play that number at the tail end don't get involved yet wait target live in play wagering and i guarantee you you'll probably have that opportunity and that's when you'll have the opportunity to maybe really score at either in that target range and that's the play that you want to be looking at when it involves the georgia bulldogs and the auburn tigers tonight there you go right there that is information straight from behind the window well, it used to be behind the window. It's my man, Frankie Fat Stacks. All right, Frankie, let's get ready to hop on up out of here and get up out of here. I think we got everybody squared away situated. Uh, got Bull Market Fantasy coming up later on this week. We'll get Bill's Super Bowl pick. I'm quite sure he's going to take the Kansas City Chiefs money line. Uh, his MVP would be Patrick Mahomes. What other <laughs> plays will Bill make tomorrow? <laughs> no, be no, on no. The over two, right? Bill won't be the super square because I know that he wants to be the antithesis and the thorn in my side. So I know that what he's going to do is he'll say, give me Tom Brady because I'm getting plus odds on Tom Brady. I don't want the prohibitive favorite right now in Patrick Mahomes. I want Tom Brady because I know that he wants to, whatever our side, if I am on the Chiefs, you know that he – formally did work for a certain period of time for that New England Cheatry organization. So we know that he's going to want to be back in his guy, Tom Brady. Meanwhile, I'll be on the other side back in my guy, Patrick Mahomes. So in all honesty, I expect to hear that square bill. He'll be on the square, the second squarest play on the board, which will be backing his boy, Tom Brady. All right, our Super Bowl rundown cards will be coming up later on this week for Frankie's Corey Parson, Fantasy Executive, SI Gambling Podcast. We are out.